Hello and welcome to the new podcast by Stephen Fahey. I'm going to talk to you about business innovation, strategy, you name it, I'll talk about it. Business for real people in the real time, here and now, on Stephen Fahey's podcast. Let's get into it. Hello everybody, so good evening wherever you are, or good morning, so I'm just clicking across here to what I'm about to talk about, um, and this is a recent BBC article, uh, five things you need to focus on in your CV, so I'm talking about how to improve your career opportunities, it's a very difficult time uh, with COVID-19, that's for sure, so what, what do we actually need to do? Um, and the first point it says in this article, tailor your CV for each job. Recruiters face hundreds of applications for every job. So you need to make sure you're stand out. You may be able to apply for several jobs at the same time, but do not send out your CV to everybody. Make sure you write with a particular job in mind. I would agree to this statement uh, partially. It really depends on what kind of personal brand you are. So if you're somebody that's not on LinkedIn or even scared to go on LinkedIn or you, you, you've just been laid off, you know, you've been made redundant um, and there, there'd be many of you out there and I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. I would say to you, look, you need to do both. You need to do two things. The number one, yeah, tell your CV for each job. That's important. But if you've just lost your job, you might have lost your bearings because you might have worked in one particular industry um, for so many years and you're, you're a bit of lost in terms of your skill set, you know, what you're good at, what you want to do, are you fed up with that industry? So, and the second part of that answer, really, you need to start building your personal brand. Now, I, I'm pretty big on LinkedIn. I, I, I love the system. I've grown a brand on there. Uh, that's where all my content goes. It's fantastic to help people. But if you've never been on LinkedIn before or other platforms and you know I do recommend you do start building a personal brand on there and there's loads of people including me that's got content there that will tell you how to do it um, you can even go to my website now which I haven't really I've kept it on a quick bit of a hush hush to be honest if you're a new magazine and uh, it should be really big it's, it's on my website I haven't really uh, publicly announced it maybe I should do that now it's one pound um, uh, and it's it, it, it's all the sort of uh, business leaders, Tony Robbins, Bill Gates, um, that were speaking on a actual uh, LinkedIn course. And I've analysed it and I've put loads of different things in there for you to help you if you've just been furloughed or um, you're looking for work. So going back to this article, um, it's really important to tailor your CV to each job, but don't overdo it. I mean... It is a numbers game, sadly. And what you're going to find is because of coronavirus, where you've just lost your job or you're looking for a new career, industries have shrunk, okay, especially with the retail game. And you're not you're not going to be able to sort of get the magic job. But if you stick to your personal brand, when I say personal brand, what do I actually mean? I actually mean these are the values that are for you, what's important to you. For example, when I became a teacher originally, 
I wanted to help people because that's what I love doing. I've got that inspiration from my mum. And that's that's so so important. And there's there's loads of different ways you can build a personal brand. And if you don't buy in a magazine, I've got my website at www.learningforyou.com. Then go into someone like Stephen Bartlett, who's absolutely fantastic about um, breaking it down and, and telling you why um, a personal brand is important, more so to do with business. But with, with anything, you know, in terms of career opportunities, companies need to know who you are. It's, you know, and I'm not... I know there's a lot of work to be done around recruitment and selection. It's quite bad in a lot of industries at the moment. But you need to stand out for the values and stuff that you believe in. And not just, you know, maybe you just want to earn some money. Is that a good way to pick a job out? I don't think so. But, you know, companies are going to be a lot more picky and choose about who they employ because they've only got so many vacancies. And they know with post-COVID-19, they're going to have to make difficult decisions and any recruitment that's done is going to be scrutinized. So you need to be ahead of the game, grow a personal brand, get yourself on LinkedIn and yeah, tell your CV for each job, depending on how many you go for. Um, I am more of a quantity man. I've learned through experience, even if I was going to give up my business now and go into the job market, I would still go for quantity because Values are important to me, and if I'm going to be working for somebody, there is no point in just getting a job for money. Yeah, um, if you've got a family, I know I can appreciate it's tough, but you won't last. You're not going to be happy. The company quickly finds you out, to be honest, and it's just not worth it. So I'm, I'm rocking on here. I'm going to move on to point two. It says here, be concise. So this again is about CV writing. Recruiters have lots of CVs to read through. So I'm reading this straight for you from this BBC article. I recommend you read it. You might get more from it, reading the text, but hopefully I've broke it down for you. Recruiters have lots of CVs to read through to keep, uh, to keep it to two pages, which is quite common, I think. If your CV is hard to read, then your potential employer won't bother. Um, and there's a career coach I mentioned here. Um, you, you need to be concise, that's important. And I want to do a really big shout out for a guy called James Inns, who is the founder and CEO of the CV Centre. Now, uh, way f more than a few years ago, whilst I was at university, and I've I'd done the opposite to most people. I actually um, went out in retail, worked for 10, 10 years or so, and I've gone back to education, finished my degree. Um, but during that time, I went to a careers fair and CV Centre had this post box there. And you put your CV in this post box and then they review your CV. And when I got my CV back, I, I paid for the service, you know, it is a paid service. Um, I was amazed. It really helped my career in, in my teaching practice because there were so many recruiters that said, wow, Steve, your, your CV is fantastic. It's is a lot unlike you with the CV and experience you've got. And I owe that thanks to CV Centre. And James Inns is got is fantastic because uh, he also has got a book out called The Interview Book. And if you are ever, ever struggling with an interview, go on Amazon and get this book because this will really help you. I think it's in the back of the book, actually. There's 10 
top interview questions. There's actually 50 that he goes through, but there's 10 really magic ones. And what's really good about it, it gives you an example. So if you're filling out an online application, which most jobs are now, as well as your CV needs to be concise, that's that's really good. You also need to put into your application, um, I think it's like uh, further down at the back end of the application where it says, how does your skills, your experiences match? And you have to go through each competency of the, of the job. Um, we have it a lot in the teaching world. I became really good at it because, I mean, teaching applications just take a couple of days, you know, quite endless. But, you know, for, for you on furlough, you know, if lost your job or anybody looking for work at the moment, you know, buy the interview book, be concise on your CV, don't overdo it, two pages, um, and give the CV center a go. But if you're, you know, if you've got, if you're tight on funds, which a lot of us are at the moment, sadly, then, um, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn and I, I see what I can do for you. There's loads of material there for you to go through in terms of improving your career opportunities. Um, if you can afford it, get yourself on LinkedIn. That's going to help you. So moving on from this, um, this is something that I really struggle with. It says point three, explain any career gaps. Now, I've gone to interviews and I've had you know, sadly, I've got epilepsy. I had epilepsy for five years, very severe epilepsy. But I'm doing quite well in terms of health, um, more or less. But uh, I had gaps in my career, my teaching experience, because I was, number one, a supplier teacher. And when you're a supplier teacher, the season starts and finishes, you know, in the academic year, et cetera, et cetera. But if a company, if you're in an interview, and the company says, right, okay, um, can you explain this gap, please? I always say, to you, and, you, and it makes you feel uncomfortable, and I've been in this situation myself. I say don't go for that job, even if you get offered it, because if the company are more interested about your career gaps than your potential in the, in your, for your future performance, that's not the right company for you. And that's the fundamental problem we have in recruitment and selection today. So, although this article is saying, yeah, I'll read it out to you, list any gaps with a suitable explanation. Unexplained gaps will make uh, prospective employers wonder what you were doing uh, that you don't want to talk about. It, it, the system needs to change. As well as this article is pretty good, it's very traditional. And I truly believe that if a company are more interested in your gaps, they're not a company for you, it's simple. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I love this one. Point four, check for spelling. Um, for a former teacher and somebody who's dyslexic, I've done pretty well over the years because I use software. But you know what? Uh, you know, my, my, my company I have now, I, I make mistakes all the time. You know, and, oh, you, you've got a spelling mistake there. Oh, there's a typo there. Well, if somebody's going to scrutinize that, I don't want to work for them. It's simple. All right. So, you know, kind of jog on, really, because I want to work for somebody that's not going to pinpoint down my weaknesses. OK, so, yes, this article is correct in terms of check for spelling, make sure it looks professional, concise, two pages, presentation looking good. You know, go for it, pro for it, get a friend, give it to a company if you can pay for that service. Fantastic. But at the end of the day, 
if they're going to scrutinize your CV and they're so uh, not diplomatic, diplomatic, that's not the right word, uh, pessimistic, I think is the word I'm going from, you know, really, you know, crunching down on the detail and scrutinize you for everything and ask you about 30 to 50 questions before you've even started on the first day. Nah, sorry, I don't want to work for you. That's simple. But yeah, check the spelling, that's important. Anyway, moving on again, don't invert skills you don't have. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that because you're going to get caught out, and I think that honesty is the best policy. Um, I really actually always tell the truth about your skills and experiences, because if you don't, you will be caught out at some point, and that's quite true, but that's just you about being being honest, you know, and, and that's, that's important. Um, you know, I'm a Christian, and, you know, not to be too religious, and I respect all faiths, you know, it's very up until about five years ago before I became a Christian, it was very, well, it's always been important for me to be honest, but I think it gets the better of you when you start lying about stuff on your CV, you get caught out and you think it, it, it will weaken your mind and your emotional intelligence. But if you can be true to yourself, look, I've got seven out of 10 of these skills, I'll be honest, um, this is the first time I've gone for this role, but I really feel that I've got these other skills that you're looking for and I'm willing to work uh, really hard and I believe in the culture that's that's an answer that employers want in interviews if you ask me I know that if I was interviewing somebody um, for a job in my company and they didn't have necessarily all the skills and the expertise I was looking for and they turned around to me and they was honest look I know my CV said I'm I've done this but I'm I'm still developing that skill I'll be honest with you it's something that I'm working on I, I'm, I'm taking that person on do you know what I mean? Because I, honestly, I'm a performance expert, and I, I, that's 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 honestly in the company that gets, that's going to build trust. And if you put trust in an organisation from that starting point that you pick up in that interview room, then then you're going to move forward. Okay, it's going to be really good for you. Okay, going to be good for you, good for the employer. So yeah, don't invert your skills. Be honest in the interview and be honest on your CV because it's going to pay dividends for you in your future in terms of your own performance and the companies. So let's move on. Um, have we got, no, that's it, sorry. There's your magic five, yeah, no more, sorry, yeah. So that's the article that I've uh, read. I'll give you the reference point. If you want to check into this article, uh, just scroll up here, it's by uh, Tim Bowler, BBC Report, BBC News, it's on today's uh, BBC uh, website. Five things to focus on your CV. I've gone through that with you uh, in detail. I've given my uh, extra analysis in terms of performance uh, expert and, and, and a lot about my passions, I believe, and how we should really change the way we recruit people because, um, as previously said, if I haven't said it, um, it needs to change the recruitment and selection. We recruit people on or most employers recruit people based on their past experiences. So yeah, they're going to scrutinize your CV. And I think that's totally wrong because from my research I've done for the last year and a half, there is a massive mismatch between the skills generated at school, college, and university, and the support that you get in companies. Yeah, there's failures in both sides. Okay, some companies are getting it really right. Some universities and schools and colleges are getting it really right. But generally speaking from a lot of data that I've read, they're getting it wrong. 
So yeah, you need to have these five things to focus on your CV, be concise, spelling, grammar, don't lie. Yeah, but go go in there with your heart on your sleeve and be passionate about what you believe in and the values you believe in and build your personal brand that way. And yeah, you do need a personal brand um, to, to enhance your career because if you've just been, you come off furlough, you've lost your job, redundancy, um, and unemployment, let's, let's be honest, if you're listening to this right now, you just lost your job, you're going to be worried. And I don't want you to be worried. I, I, I care for you. I always care about my students. And this is the reason, one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast and many other things, especially with career uh, development and the magazine that I put on my website, it, it's to help people and guide them because I don't feel that certainly in schools and colleges uh, and generally in life, you know, there isn't enough career guidance out, and there's a lot, a lot of material on different websites, but they all say the same thing. And if you've looked at the A-level crisis recently and the BTEC crisis, our system is flawed. Yes, we've got some of the best teachers in the world, and I used to be one of them, okay? But uh, more than that, you know, they debated about how they wanted to predict the grades. They used technology, artificial intelligence, that backfired on them, okay? And then they reverted to the expertise of the teachers. So, and that's that's based on the teachers are picking out your potential and your attitude. And that needs to be the same for recruiters because if I can do an assessment center and design it as a you know business leader, and I'm looking at four people that are engaging really well in that assessment center, and for those of you who don't know what an assessment center is, it's basically an actual day where you get uh, simulated assessments. Uh, if you don't know the game, it, it could be a game of Desert Island when there's four of you, or yeah, it's probably about four of you, and you have to list these items one to 10. Um, but it shows that you can negotiate, work together, communicate, show leadership, um, and what happens is you get assessed on that and the assessor, which is standing on the side in that room, will score you. Um, and it's a, usually a points-based system. but and, and that's important. And you know, I think that you know assessment centers do work. But in terms of your CV, just to go back over that, um, don't worry too much if you haven't got a client CV. The, the most important thing I say to you, uh, with this post-COVID-19, Research the company, look at their values, look at where they are in the market, look at your skills, sit down and develop in your personal professional development, which you can actually find out. In the, uh, there's a new assessment tool that I've built into this magazine, which is available again on www.learnforyou.com, um, as well as other websites. Um, this yeah, the assessment tool basically gives you 25 questions and it gives you a scoring system and then you'll be able to know what skills you need to focus on and these skills are the global skills in the the world economy what employers are saying that people don't have or they think they have but they haven't got or not enough of um so that's it i've kind of gone on a bit further than longer than i wanted to but it is a career podcast for this episode and I really think it's important for me, certainly from my own heart and my mind, I want to give you as much support as I can through this audio uh, and go to the website, check out CV Center, um, 
James Inns, fantastic guy. Um, you know, you'll get lots from that. Um, trying to think of another website. I think Indeed's good for jobs, to be honest, but get yourself on LinkedIn. Uh, look at my content. Get yourself connected up to Stephen Bartlett. Look, look at his work. He does some fantastic stuff with personal branding. He breaks it down for you nice and easy. Um, and that's it, folks. Um, have a really good weekend. I'm in the boardroom here in um, where my company office is. Um, and, yeah, I'm just giving it to you uh, straight. This is Stephen Farhey on the best podcast you've ever, ever listened to. Have a good weekend. Take it easy. And, uh, yeah, just enjoy yourself over the weekend. And I'll speak to you soon. See you later.